4: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better
3: you ask somebody. it. Hat on, hat on, on,
4: suit, suit on, on. looking like the trapper dog. Give a the money, like the million no bucks, got things in its cups. Don't mm-hmm. oh, tell me who could it be, but Steve Harvey, oh, yeah. everybody said yeah. listening to me, mm-hmm. when you're for Steve, put, put your hands, hands together.
5: We're We're gonna to me. Oh, Turn them out. To turn them out. Turn them on. Turn them on. Turn
2: on. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man. I I, I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud, not complaining, but, hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you that I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I, I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude, you got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be if you turn around and go back. You'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. They, it get tough for them. It gets hard for them. And then they let doubt set in. And then those doubts become facts. And the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been. I look back on my life on so many occasions, where in college I wasn't giving my best. And I flunked out. Now it's easy to look at my life now and go, "Yeah, but look at you now." But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me. A number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing, you never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go, go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on in to life and just see what see what hand you get. Had when I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of, of uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure. When I did, became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story filled with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do in all of my shortcomings failed marriages i'm talking about man got it all wrong can't blame nobody else it's just me steve ain't have it together at that point in life i could have ridden myself as a failure the first time i could have just could have gave up on it after the second one and, and please know, this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today, a couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key. That's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness to to forgive you and God's understanding of why we do what we do, because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read. It tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that it's due. The next day, they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period. Because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it. Understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, he has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you and he has it in abundance for you and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I wanted to be successful, but if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't gonna lie to you.
6: Cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You
7: know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts ladies and gentlemen the time is here
2: another great day another opportunity gratitude changes your attitude that directly affects your altitude so if i was you i'd get to getting grateful if i was you I get to being grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we is grateful. Shirley Strawberry, for real Mississippi, Monica <sighs> Junior, better known as Kill Spates, uh, the legend of nephew Tommy. So Junior, uh, what's on your mind today?
0: Yeah, um, let me ask you this, you know, group vacations. Now, pine of the mind, I ain't seen a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, "Man, we should we should go on the trip." But I know how he like to tra- like he like to travel, and I know there's gonna be a problem. Have you have any experience with group
2: travels? Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. How do he like to travel?
0: Okay, we we uh we talk about like Holiday Inn Express and calls.
2: See right there. That's why I don't do that. And uh, I've never been a fan of group vacations. Your problem is he, the key word, you said, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Why would you go somewhere for an extended period of time with somebody you ain't seen in a while? He has changed (laughs) and you don't know what the change is. Yeah. (laughs) You know, y'all gonna be sitting somewhere dividing checks with a calculator. <laughs> y'all gonna be somewhere arguing about which way to go. <laughs> and then all you need is for your girl yeah. to want to do something and his girl don't. Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> now, d- you got to do what the, what your woman say, so now what you gonna do, see? Yeah. It's just gonna create a problem, man. I don't know that I would uh, do it Uh, we have an expert on the show that does it all the time and he seems to have worked (laughs) it out Uh, I personally am not of that Uh, Tommy you do a lot of group vacations (laughs) why don't you give him uh, suggestions on how to do it
3: Uh, well if you want to really cut down on your price I mean you need at least 12 to 20 people with you 12 (gasps) to 20 Oh, that will cut thing. Yes. <laughs>
6: That's a field trip. I mean, if you want
3: to really cut it down, where well, you feel like 5- <laughs> <12 to
6: 20. laughs>
2: See, if you see get
3: that? twelve to twenty, you won't feel it
2: at all. See that you right really there? Yeah,
0: that
2: communal vacationing. <laughs> <laughs> that that damn damn you got to vote every time y'all want Everybody? to do <laughs> He said vote. Everything. Boat Everything. Boat. Breakfast is a vote. Where are we gonna go to vote? How many RVs vote? What size the boat vote? How many, a car, van, or a truck vote? The bottom like, line,
6: Junior, don't do yeah. it. I bet
7: not do it. What's that like? Yeah. Can I stay
2: in your suite with y'all?
7: No. Y'all. All right. Uh, All okay. right. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, the pastors
6: with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Well, guys, it is Monday, so you know what that means. It is time now for church complaints.
2: We (laughs) gavel, imprecariously, vindicate about the possibilities of an iron nation. We do this imbiblicably <laughs> oh. with the will and the concept yeah. <laughs> of thought that everything will embellish the by binevity mm. of joy. I know, y'all know I'm preaching now.
7: Amen. 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 amen, amen. Deacon amen. Jeff amen. Jam
2: is here with uh. Yeah. In the words of Spanish word complaciones <laughs> of the congregation. I've been studying my Spanish and that's what I've come up with. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay, Pastor.
8: Uh Brother Travis Leonard says he has he think he got uh donkey pox. And he keep kicking people that walk behind him every
5: <laughs> five seconds.
8: Now, he kicked Brother uh, Moses and got his behind whooped. And And uh, now he trying to uh, get you to uh, jump in and, and justify what was going on. But he, he he say he got donkey pox. I don't know if, if that's legitimate or not.
2: Uh, who did you say uh, jumped on him?
8: Uh, br- uh,
2: Brother Moses jumped on. Oh, if he kicked Brother Moses and Brother Moses whooped on him, I can <laughs> safely say Brother Travis is cured now.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, he Ow. has been healed by Brother Moses. I was with Brother Moses uh, before, and I've seen him whoop ass. Yes. Oh. Yes. oh. That's an old ass whooping. That's a old oh, oh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, before he throw a punch, he lick his knuckles. Now, who do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
5: that know.
2: That would be old
8: school. <laughs> that would be old school, Pastor. Uh, let's see. Uh, moving right along. Now, uh, you're going to have to do something about this. I don't I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Brother Kendrick Anderson has been stealing members of Underwear and using them as a pocket square. Now he had a thong with hearts on it on Sunday, and uh, Sister Deidre Davis say she uh she know them hoodrows cause he was at the laundromat and she saw him folding them up. But but he had uh, a thong in his pocket with hearts on it. Now you I I think you gonna have to talk to this boy. Is he he done got way out of hand with this him?
2: That's interesting. You know, people have been using uh, different ideas for pocket squares. Uh, Brother Roland uh, was down at Home Depot. Uh,
4: you're not gonna and, uh, do it. You're not gonna do it. I think he is. I think he He's been using
2: uh, feather dusters uh. <laughs> uh, as pocket squares, I've noticed also. Uh, yeah. Brother Roland at one time was down at the poultry shop uh-huh. using chicken feathers. <laughs> uh, somebody had handed him some owl feathers, but he turned that down, said that was a little too close <laughs> for his comfort. Uh. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Thank
5: oh, you, Lord. All right. Uh,
8: anything all right. else? Uh, uh, no, I'm going to leave that at that. But uh, yeah. you got to do something about like this man putting these people drawers in their pocket. And
2: uh, you back. know, you know, you can't really tell a man how to dress. A, we've had a whole session on dressing at the church. Brother Roland was there.
8: Yeah. Okay. Some people's is
2: going to do like they want. Yeah.
8: <sighs> All right.
2: Um, I'm just saying.
8: You, uh, yeah, well. You I, know some what? things, is, is, uh, you know what? We can't fix every complaint. And just I know, brother.
2: Rolling next week is coming in with peacock feathers. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be long stick way up out of his pocket. Oh, he gonna have to squat down to go through doorways. You still
8: ain't fixed these drawers, but okay. You still ain't. Yeah, fixed. I
2: think the You're rolling, fine. the rolling yeah. joke was way
5: better.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank oh, you man. for uh, misleading me in that direction, Chief Deacon. Uh, carry on now, vicariously.
8: Oh, All right, uh, we we got an issue. Uh, the kids is just in an uproar. Uh, you're gonna have to talk to Sister Nubby. Uh as you know, she's missing her fingers except her thumb on her right hand. And uh he was selling cookies after service and giving them to the kids with that nubby hand. And the kids just they won't eat the cookies, they they didn't got scared and everything. You're gonna have to talk to Sister Nubby. She just well, I don't know. I don't uh, think...
2: Sister Nubby husband has the same uh condition. <laughs> what? And uh, he low. had come to a concert one night uh, back on the King Tour uh, and shook my hand oh, <laughs> uh, backstage. He, I thought he was high-fiving me, and when I reached for it, it felt like he had oh, slapped oh. a pack of meat in my hand without them fingers on them. It Scared! I <laughs> scared me. I jerked back.
7: One more time. He was highly I offended, cause he One come talking
2: about, it. oh, I can't believe, oh, you gonna act like that. <laughs> well, you need to tell somebody. Well, wait, back Master, here shaking hands in the dark. I was about to go on. It uh-huh. came to him, and I was yes. backstage, and I. It was dark it was back dark. then. Uh, uh-huh. you know, he was married to Sister Nubby at the time, and uh-huh. you know his nickname, Chubby, and he ain't got no fingers on his hand either, self or thumb. Uh-huh. And he tried to dap me up before I walked mm-hmm. on stage. And when he dapped me, he slapped his hand in my palm and he had no fingers. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like a pack of meat uh-huh. was in there and it scared mm-hmm. me. Ah! It sh- <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Ever since we gotta then, go. I've, <laughs> I've never dapped. Chubby or nubby. <laughs> at the church.
7: Coming up next, ask the CLO. Oh, <laughs> That's church complaint
6: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky welcome their first child. 63-year-old Flavor Flay found out that he's got a three-year-old son. And uh, Bill Cosby is headed what? back to court. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby is headed back to court in a brand new sexual assault case. Uh, We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO chief love officer, Steve Harvey in the building for your love questions. And this one is from Sheena in Connecticut. Sheena says my 19 year old son Got a speeding ticket in my car, and I got the ticket notice in the mail. And I confronted him. I can't take away his driving privileges because he's got to get to work. How else can I punishment punish him, or is he too old for punishment? Well, he got to pay the ticket. What? What? Everybody get tickets.
2: Say no major crime he done committed. He mm-hmm. got to pay the ticket. You know you can't take his driving privileges away. You ain't never had a ticket before. Mm. He keep getting the tickets. they going to take his driving privileges for him. You ain't got to. Yeah,
7: And he's got a job, so he can't pay it. Yeah, just let him pay the ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That ain't even hard. She wants to know, is he too old for punishment, too? What punishment? Nice. <laughs> what? She wants to punish him, yeah.
2: Pay the ticket. Trust me. ain't hey, The best lesson is a bought lesson. Let me tell you something. Them tickets... You gonna quit doing that if you if you got to keep paying them?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to punish him? The ticket—that's why they gave him the ticket. They've already decided the punishment. The fine okay. is the punishment, and if you yeah. keep doing it, they're gonna take your driver's license. You don't you don't have to punish him. Some people don't need kids. <laughs> that's that's what you got out of the question. Man, damn! <laughs> Car here with no elementary ass parenting question. <laughs>
7: All right, moving on to Jabria in High Point. Jabria writes, I'm a 28-year-old single woman, and I let a friend from college stay with me for the weekend. Uh, He got in late one night and came and laid across my bed to talk. He was tipsy, but he smelled so good. I wanted him so bad, but he didn't try to touch me. If he didn't make a move, does that mean he doesn't like me? Well, he
2: could be doing like every other man doing. You know, he's just your friend because that's what you—that's the category you put him in. Mm-hmm. He laid across your bed to test. You didn't do nothing. He—he'll he, be back in there now. See, the fact that you didn't put him off the bed, oh, he gonna come. He ain't gonna lay cross next time.
7: What is he oh, gonna he gonna do? be
2: horizontal in that bed uh-huh, next time. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> With the same damn cologne. On. You can believe that. He he just testing the water. I'm gonna lay okay. cross the foot of the bed and see how she feel. You didn't put him out, trust me, he be back in there.
6: All yeah. right. All right. That's all. All right, moving
7: on to uh, Paulina in Cali. Paulina says, I'm 44. Oh, let, let ta- me just
2: say one other thing, sure. Okay. I okay. ain't never laid across the foot of a bed of a girl <laughs> I ain't want. Okay. In okay. my life.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so the so same see, applies yeah. for Jabria's Jubea, college friend.
2: Tommy, you ever laid across a girl's bed and didn't want her?
3: No, every bed I laid across, I wanted. Every, yeah, every junior?
2: Day. Yeah, we'll just say yeah for Junior. Yeah, Junior's
7: speechless right now.
2: Yeah, go ahead. All
7: right, moving on to Paulina and Callie. Paulina says, I'm 44 and my daughter is 27. Because I had her so young, we looked more like friends. One of my exes said that he took her out and she was a, quote, good time. She hasn't mentioned it to me and I don't want her settling for my leftovers. What do I do? Mm. Well,
2: you should probably tell her. Be careful. I've dated him and he's telling y'all's business. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And then just walk away. She can handle it like that. If I were you, I would be careful. I dated him and now he dated you and said you were a good time. I'm just letting you know he's telling your business. And that ain't that ain't being messy or nothing. That ain't snitching. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's fair right there.
7: What what does good time mean, you think?
2: What you, you think of me? I,
7: I want to know. I want you to say it. What it well, if thinking? I'm out
2: with a woman and we had a really good time, we wasn't sitting up there eating. <laughs> I can eat by myself, have a good-ass time. What, what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hell, stopping at Wendy's with Boomerang used to be a good-ass thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: One of your boys.
2: It, it, you know, that's what it was. You know, me and Boom stopped and get a triple at Wendy's yep. back in that's the day. Tri- that true. was, you know.
6: But we you ain't talking that about would, that. You
7: think he would tell her mom his ex that about his daughter? Why about her daughter? Wait, why he dating her? Why would yeah.
2: no no? Why would he mention it to the mother? Mm-hmm. That's he I, that type of dude.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yes, I took your daughter
2: yeah. out. I had your daughter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ugh. cause oh he a skank ass dude. That's yeah. why he told her.
5: Yeah. yeah,
2: okay. It serves no purpose to you trying to hurt the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took your daughter out. She was a good time.
7: Oh, that's, that's slimy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I just want it. OK, uh, moving on to Marla in Panama City. Marla says, I'm 59 years old and married. I love going to the casino on on the weekends and I get a room because I like to drink and gamble. My husband thinks I'm cheating and I'm tired of proving myself. Do I give up my hobby because he's insecure? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not.
2: Well, I would, I would have. See, if you a man, it's different. Mm -hmm. If you get in the room down there because you're drinking and your wife think you cheating, you got to do something to prove it. As a man, you got to do something to prove it. You got to bring her with you or something. Have her in the room, and then you just stay down there a couple hours later. Mm -hmm. You know, so she don't want to go next time.
7: But, but a woman, you saying it's different?
2: It's, I mean. You get in the room because you like to drink. He think you cheating. That That's crazy. I mean, if he don't trust you, I, I can't help you. I don't know what to do. Do you have a track record of cheating? Does he have anything to be worried about? Has he found photos, numbers? What? Do you pick up the phone and go into the room when it rang? All that right there?
7: Well, she says she's tired of proving herself. She did say that. Well, if she's
2: so. tired of proving it, then, you know, quit going to the casino and quit doing the thing you like to do and just sit up under his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Because his old ass obviously fun. ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that's
5: not fun. Because he's insecure, He not like Steve. to gamble. Oh, man, please.
2: <laughs>
7: so is he insecure? Well, I that's mean, it,
2: sometimes it ain't insecure. Mm-hmm. I want ladies to understand something about me. And Sometimes it's not insecurity. Sometimes it's controlling. Oh,
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. good. Good point. Okay.
2: And, okay. and you got to know the difference, but then you'd have to know your man. Yeah, you know, if he's insecure or he's controlling, they're two different things. And you know yeah. who you have. You're 59. You've been married for a while. You know if he's controlling or insecure. Now, if he both, I'd have been the guy to divorce. Mm. She
7: says mm-hmm. he's insecure. been mm. I
2: recommend divorce. I don't really... Uh, I'm not the person... That hang in there to death do you part. Once I feel like I'm dying, He's that's not a you. Person All right. yeah, the that's how I way to part. That was my vows I took to death do us part. And once I feel like I'm dying, it's time to part. That's what I do. <laughs> out.
6: Sitting
2: up in here, man.
7: It's
6: time to get out. All right.
2: Yeah, as soon as I feel
7: like I'm dying. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour,
6: we'll have some entertainment
7: news for you right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry.
0: ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right.
7: Well, Rihanna gave birth to her first child. It was a baby boy with rapper boyfriend ASAP Rocky. The baby was born May 13th in Los Angeles, and the couple has not yet released the baby's name. ASAP opened up about um, one day becoming a dad during a May 2021 interview with GQ, saying, I think I'd be an incredible, remarkably overall amazing dad. I would have a very fly child. Very fly. Uh, meanwhile, in a March 22. Uh, 2022 interview with Elle magazine, Rihanna predicted that she will be a quote psycho mom. <laughs> I feel that uh, that's the type of mom I'm going to be, psycho about it. Uh, I think they'll both be great parents, and congratulations to the well, both of them. You
2: know, uh, well, well, all see. I can say is, oh, uh, come on, welcome, and you, <laughs> yeah, you finna see, welcome yeah. to Parenthood. See. Hey, Riri, yeah. <laughs> the single the hardest thing you'll ever do.
5: Yep. Is yep. yes, be
2: yep. responsible for the welfare being, guidance, love, and existence of another human being. Mm-hmm.
7: Watch. This is true. Mm. This is um nice. other yeah. Other baby news, flavor flav, flavor flav just found out that he is the father of his eighth child. All right, eighth. One more than you, Steve, hey. according to TMZ. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what, Shirley? Mm-hmm. Shots
4: yes. fired.
2: Wow. You know what? It don't, you, know, it, you ain't got to take all that. You've you got know, seven. One more You've than got you. Got yeah, well, I, my seven, the youngest one is 25. So, you know.
6: Not three.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Big like- difference. Flave fathered a child with his former manager, and the, the little boy is now three years old. Like we said, Flave and the woman worked together back in 2017, and uh, he initially asked for a DNA test. And once it was confirmed that he is the father, Flave is could have just showed me support.
2: the picture. I'd have told
7: you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know the <laughs>
3: now, how old is Flave going to be at this baby graduation? How, well,
7: he's uh, 63 now. He's 63 now. The baby's three,
4: so you got 15 years, right? 18. Mm-hmm. So he'll be what, 80,
0: 78?
4: 78,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah he's going to be at the graduation, but they're going to have to nudge him when he walked by. <laughs> <laughs> then here <he'll> come flavor. <laughs>
5: but he's still flavor. flavor.
2: Flavor is hell.
5: He's still be flavor is <laughs> hell.
2: <laughs> yeah. But the Baby clock going to change. It ain't going to be round no more. It's going to be one of them tall-ass grandfather clocks. <laughs> yeah, the, grandfather clock. <laughs> the one like, you stand dude. up on the, in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, the clock going to look different.
6: With the Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he going to have Ooh.
2: on the, the same clock that's in London. <laughs> yeah, big, big Ben. <laughs> big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Cause
4: wow. Yeah, oh, last name is uh, Drayton. So Maybe mm-hmm. whatever the little boy's
7: name is. Name. Well, well, at what? least he's at least he's paying child support and that he's worked out custody arrangements. So I do like that about Flav. Oh yeah, yeah. man.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh have oh, always been a good dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flav- so there
7: you go. Flavor yeah, Flav. Boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. At seventy eight, he's still gonna be Flavor uh-huh. Flav, though. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they are gonna think that's his granddaddy, though. I promise yeah. <laughs> you, they gonna think that's his granddaddy. Your papa. Yeah
7: they going to do the Flavor <laughs> flame dance.
4: I used to do that
7: all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, moving on. Well, um, wow. A year after Bill Cosby was released from prison, he's heading back to trial for an alleged sexual assault. Uh, this time, damn, the plaintiff damn. in the case, uh, Judy Huth, alleges that uh, Cosby groped her at the Playboy Mansion in Los Angeles. This happened 50 years ago when she was just a teenager. Uh, she's suing him for sexual battery in a civil case, and Cosby has denied all the allegations. Cosby's attorneys took issue with the accuser changing the details of her story from the alleged um, assault taking place in 75, not in 1974, as she previously reported. Uh, jury selection is set to begin later today. Now, Cosby's 84. How did this all come out? Um, you know, where is this coming from? You know, there's a, a Playboy documentary uh, streaming on TV, and uh, a lot of things are coming out, not just about Cosby, but for uh, other people as well oh. because of this whole Playboy documentary.
4: So the behavior that went on at the mansion. The oh, yeah, it was at the Playboy mansion.
7: Yeah. They were wilding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I just don't
3: understand being quiet so long. Well,
7: well, it doesn't mean that she was, or or that it that she didn't try. Maybe you know because he was so popular and powerful, she probably and and was powerful, powerful at yes. NBC at the yes. time. You know, yes. number one show. So
0: you, so you could be underage and get in the Playboy Mansion.
7: You could be what What'd you say underage you and get in the Playboy Mansion.
4: Well, I mean, you know, it's no telling what went on there. Yeah, uh, back, then, mansion, junior, back then, Junior, I think anything
5: was 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 mm-hmm. possible.
4: Yeah.
7: Ah. Oof. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So now, like I said, jury selection is set to begin later today. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, Bill Cosby is about, what, 84 years old?
3: <sighs> I wouldn't drink water with him. I'm so scared of what he might...
7: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm That's sorry. It's really sad. This is really <laughs> sad. Yeah, it is. This is a civil case, so she's looking for money in, um... In this particular instance, but um, wow, yeah, fifty you years know, is a long time.
2: You know, I, I know you're not supposed to comment, uh, so I can't say. But let me ask you a question, ladies: Does this seem fair at this point?
4: Um, well, if he did it, then it's yeah. it's fair. There's
7: no time limit, right? That's that's exactly right. If he did this, I'm sure this woman wants some kind of. You know, payback, institution, co- compensation, compensation, whatever. Yeah, compensation, okay. whatever, for, okay. for what she had to go through. Um, yeah. All right. That's all the time we have. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, are you registered to vote? We sure hope so. We'll talk about that right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Georgia experienced a
7: record number of early voter turnout for the 2022 primary elections. That's great news, right? More than 700,000 people voted early. And the recent surge shatters the 2020 early voting total. Uh, Voters have several key races to decide on in the U.S. Senate, U.S. House, and Georgia governor. Tomorrow is uh, Tuesday, May 24th. It is the actual election day. Georgia, yeah. Alabama, and Arkansas all have primary elections tomorrow, Tuesday, May 24th. So th- if you didn't vote early, tomorrow's the mm-hmm. actual election day. You can vote that day as well. Get out and vote.
2: We have, we have got to get out and vote in Georgia. Stacey Abrams is on it.
7: Oh yeah, for, yeah. In the primary for the Democratic, not for governor, absolutely Alabama and Arkansas. And if you have any questions, go to whenwillvote.org. Yes,
2: let me tell you how they are, how afraid they are, Stacey Abrams. The campaign between Kemp and um, Purdue.
5: Purdue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: They're saying Kemp beat Stacey Abrams before, and he can do it again. again. That's his campaign against the other Republicans. that's how afraid they are of her. She's brilliant, too.
4: Well, they need to be afraid because we're voting Mm -hmm. for her. Right. (laughs) They're not running against each other. They're (laughs) running
2: to put somebody in there who they hope can beat Stacey Abrams. Oh, we're going to shock them.
4: Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. So, come Mm -hmm. on, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got work to do. Yes, we We got work to do. That's it. It's a done deal. But, I mean, yeah,
7: good news, though, that it was a record turnout. Good news for early voting let's keep the momentum going keep it going and again if you have any questions about voting your polling places all of that for election day tomorrow go to whenweallvote.org whenweallvote.org it's not too late we need to keep that same energy we had for the presidential election this year
4: Mm -hmm. we gotta keep that same Mm -hmm. voting energy midterm elections are coming
7: up don't sleep every election
4: stay (laughs) woke every election yeah that's it Mm
7: mm-hmm Every election. I mean, and and the same goes for Alabama, Arkansas, every state. I mean, you know, every state that uh, has elections tomorrow, every single state, please get out and vote. Get out and vote. Yeah. We need you. We need you. It's critical.
4: And yeah. to young people that may not have voted in the last election, you may not have been old enough to vote. Do your mm-hmm. homework. Get registered. Let's, you know, time is here.
2: Well, I'm telling y'all, here's the deal. The Republicans have all gotten together and decided to ride that lie out about the election being stolen and fraud. Mm -hmm. No Republican judge or conservative judge found any evidence of that at all. It's nothing but a lie. They are up to all the tricks on this one, y'all. We just got to show up and vote.
7: That's right. That's right, Steve. All right, um, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, a Virginia mom is suing a school over the critical race theory. We'll find out what that's all about right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: A white Virginia mom says her 13-year-old son has changed since he learned about critical race theory and now she's suing the school. In an interview with Jesse Waters, Prime Time, Melinda Riley says she never had issues with her son before the uh, Albemarle School District introduced him to the critical race theory. Uh, Because of the information, Riley says her son now identifies as black. Now, she's white and the child's father is black, so technically he's biracial. She is the custodial single parent, and she is very concerned now that her son sees himself as just a black man. Take a listen.
9: Well, he's seen himself just as a black man. He's seen things that don't go his way as racism, um, and he's finding safety in numbers now.
1: So when you're saying he gets a bad grade at school, he blames racism or a girl rejects him on a date. Racism. Are those the kind of things you're seeing? Yes. I asked
9: him to clean the house. Racism. Yes.
1: (laughs) You're kidding, right? Are you serious?
9: No, I'm serious. They have totally changed his perspective. They have put him in a box.
2: See, see, (laughs) here's what the problem is. (laughs) Yeah. Your son is learning things about himself. Now. You're biracial, so you don't want him just to identify with the black. But I can assure you, if his appearance denotes any tones of blackness, that's how he gonna get treated. Mm -hmm. And now what he's realizing, and it it explains a lot to him now. Mm -hmm. By you being his white mom, and I understand, and you're very, very loving and caring of your son, and that's not what this comment is about that I'm making. But your son, because his father is black, he's identifying with that and he's learning what that means. Because some things has happened to him that you don't know about and that he can't share with you and you have no answers for. So maybe because of the way he's looked and he's maybe approached a white girl with it and was turned down. Maybe he's starting to get the fact, hey, maybe because my hair looks like this and my skin tone, that might have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. You can sue the school all you want, but welcome to the world that we live in on a daily basis. And I'm sorry that you think this is being taught in school. It's being taught in his life every day. It's just schools now got a course talking about it. Y'all mad about that? And it's the truth. <laughs> sorry. Clean my room.
0: Clean my room. Huh? That's what white want me to reporter, clean. the reporter, the
2: reporter, if he wants to clean your room, he has a problem. That's racism. Are you serious, the lady? We already know it ain't that simple.
5: Yeah. yeah. White yeah. boys ain't
2: cleaning their room. Why yeah. you asking me to clean yeah. my room? <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: So it ain't that simple, and we no. know that.
7: Right. Hmm. We know that was an extreme example they used. Come on you now. Know. Yeah. It's but the, that's how school. the world is going to treat him as a black kid and Absolutely. a black man. Absolutely. That's how the world sees him, if you have, you know. Um, so <laughs>
0: he's acting accordingly now. <laughs> oh, she said, the boy finds safety in numbers. Boy, how true is that right there? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear what the
7: school is saying <laughs> about her lawsuit.
0: Same over here. <laughs> <laughs> we
7: struggling, ain't we, dog
0: Ooh.
3: I'm thinking about marching down here at this damn school okay. Get out <laughs> see what and what broke. they doing, see what they doing they putting Man. the Kool-Aid down at the, at the at the cafeteria now. See that, that see, see they trying to do us, dog. The trying problem do is with- if
2: the mother mm-hmm. has a problem with her son. Identifying with the black father Mm -hmm. and the black Mm -hmm. Mm cause—that's what it seems to be the problem.
4: That's the deeper Mm -hmm. problem. That's the issue. Sounds like Mm -hmm. because every
2: not going, everybody not going to turn out like Tiger Woods, lady, and get to call themselves Cablination. That's
7: not how this works. Nope. Not if you have some black in you, it doesn't. Barack
4: Obama, he had a white man. Yeah.
7: (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're moving on. Coming up next, it is The Nephew with today's prank phone call right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming
7: up at four minutes after the hour, today's strawberry letter is married to a moocher. We'll get into that in just a bit, but right now it is time for today's prank phone call with the nephew. Nephew, what you got?
3: Well, <laughs> let me look in here and see what I have.
7: What's
3: on the menu? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll I be trying to figure out what to give y'all. I don't never know if y'all want appetizer, entree, dessert, you know.
2: Oh, I have, goodness. You know, when you, you pull, pull on a you want the most praise on yourself.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I got Good that for you, bitch. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, is pop up pedicure. Pop up pedicure, and then we'll praise after that. So y'all stick around. Here it is. Hey,
7: man. hello.
3: Hello, I'm trying to reach Dana, please.
9: Yeah, this is she. What's
3: up? Hi, uh, Dana. Um, I am calling. We're trying to get a um, uh, schedule an appointment with you. Uh, your husband has purchased you a pedicure uh uh pedicure spa so we wanted to get see what date uh if saturday would work for you
9: um my husband wanted to book me a pedicure for me i'm 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 actually good right now i'm going to wait until i'm ready uh but thank you <laughs> very much uh
3: but no this is a this is a uh this is a pop up pedicure and what we do okay, is we actually that's cool. yeah we come to your house uh, we have gloves and we have masks on, and and you you stick your foot out the door, and we're going to disinfect everything your foot. Wait, your wait, entire wait, la-
5: wait, wait. The f-
9: you're talking about putting my foot out the door?
3: You, yeah. I, so just the, to, just for safety, you, you your stick your. Uh, I'm sorry. My name is Milton. With um. Uh, precious pop-up pedicure. We do pedicures. We we go around because we know a lot of people can't get out. So you know we're small business. We're just trying to stay afloat right now. So that's. But your husband called in about you know he called us. He wanted to get an appointment for you, and but we come to your house and when you stick your leg out, we'll do the pedicure and then you stick the other leg out and we'll do that one.
9: Milton, honey, sweetheart, I know you've seen a lot of feet and you've done a lot of toes and hands. And let me tell you something. The fuck I'm gonna put my feet out the window. First of all. You know, well, the, it well is. whichever is convenient the done, window or the I'm door i don't care what it is if i'm gonna get my feet done i'm gonna have my do- my feet done in a chair inside and i'll be i'd be out of my head if i put my feet out the window people don't see my feet out the window that is crazy and i'm i'm, okay. I'm, I'm coming correct as a, as a businesswoman woman to man milton i suggest you just you you tailor that back in. Maybe you can do some some buy me an advanced pedicures and shit like that. But my feet are too fragile and beautiful to be putting out the fucking
3: well, window. No, well, well, there no, there lies the problem, ma'am. Uh, and I, if you don't mind, your your husband, Kelvin, is the one that called and he's the one that says that your feet look a mess. So that's why okay. we're calling. He's the one that booked the appointment for you.
9: You know what? My feet are fucking beautiful. And again, Milton, you know. Well, are they are they beautiful now cool since
3: woman. you've been in? I'm sorry. Excuse
9: me. Are you are you the person who should be telling me that? That's on my husband, who I will have a conversation with after this conversation. So
3: I, I, I guess my question is, ma'am, you're saying your feet are beautiful, but are they beautiful now since they you've been locked up for a month or so? I mean, who evidently, you, you, you you're, evidently your feet are scaring your husband because he's the one calling, saying, "Oh my really? God, I got to get my wife's feet done." My feet
9: are gorgeous, sweetheart. Okay, they're beautiful. They're supple. They're beautiful. They've got a beautiful tone of caramel to them. They shine in the sunshine, whether they're polished or not. My husband will love them whether they're painted, clipped. Well, I don't think your
3: husband loves them because he called
9: us. Obviously, Milton, you're not thinking. And I think you need to check with your wife, Wendy. Do you know that? There is no reason you should ever have this conversation with a grown woman about her feet and what her husband says. I don't know you, and I'm trying to be as polite as possible. You will not be stepping into my window. Are you crazy? I'm
3: this not is- going to come in your window. You, you just stick your foot out of the window or the door, whichever one is convenient for you, okay? It's, it's not that hard. We, it's going to be 15, 20 minutes, and we're done.
9: Oh, no, 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 no. You are not getting business. 15 or 20 minutes. Do you know how much time it takes to get a pedicure done? You know, well,
3: this is we're, well. To, we're, and and down this down. is a pop-up. This Ms. it's a pop-up pedicure. Pop we're down. not gonna
9: pop the f- down. You're sh- gonna be driving through with free-walls at this point. I'm not taking that. No, 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 no. And I'm having a conversation with my husband to never call you again. And I do suggest that you have a conversation with Wendy, who I don't know, but I think she would agree with me. Twenty f-ing minutes is not long enough. My feet are beautiful, and don't ever call me again and tell me that you think for some reason that. Because my husband told you that they were bad feet, or I needed to get a pedicure, that you have the right to tell me that you don't know me. And if you do ever come by my house, I swear to God, I will stick my foot up your ass. And don't ever, ever try and bring that up to me again. Don't call my house. Well, that this husband.
3: is what Ke- this is what Kelvin told us, ma'am. Okay.
9: Kelvin told me what you are not supposed to tell a woman that. Like okay. I said, I'm done. I'm okay. Done. But you,
3: do you want do you want to know okay, what else, Kelvin? Do you, oh, do you want to know what else Kelvin to told us f- to do? Do you want to know what else Kelvin told us to do?
9: No, I don't.
3: Okay, okay. But can I just can I just please tell you what else Kelvin told us? So
9: I'm gonna I, give you I'm two ha- seconds and then I'm I'm hanging up.
3: Okay, this is a moment of truth. Kelvin gave us a call. He gave me a call. Me, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He told me to oh! prank phone call. His wife.
9: No. <laughs> I'm serious. Are you serious? Yo, you know what, sweetheart? You you are so on par right now because if this had actually been the truth, I would have been throwing my husband out the door. Excuse my Frenchiness. First of all, how are how are you doing? I mean, not going to have you on the phone. Can we have a heart to heart because I love you.
3: We can have a heart to heart. How you doing?
9: I'm yeah.
3: how are you doing oh how are you God. doing doing this this whole pandemic how you doing
9: i'm okay i'm okay i'm you know yeah. my feet are looking good but i've been listening <laughs> to you on the daily and i'm Thank so you. happy to hear your voice I've there we been go been i creative. appreciate it i've been staying up to beat on everything you've been putting a smile on my face every day uh, um, I feel like there's a new life here now.
3: I so, you know, things know. are great.
9: I love me some Calvin, let me tell you, but I love you too.
3: I appreciate it. Hey, 2020, come on, let the nephew know. What's the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the
9: land. There's nothing better than the Seed <laughs> Harbor Morning Show, the baddest radio show in the land. Hey, Seed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when I said week one... <laughs>
2: <laughs> that will give you the most praise and worship. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Man. <laughs> do we still have to do it even though she already did it for us? Do we still? Have- yes, oh, yes, Junior. Yeah. She Come handled on, it for us. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Nah, nah, I need a little more than that. Don't leave me hanging. Girl. Come on, I need. A- she
7: was good though. I <laughs> yeah, like her. She about, did her play about her feet? About her feet? about her. My feet are beautiful, beautiful. and they are supple and yeah.
0: they are. <laughs>
3: Caramel skin tone,
0: yes, (laughs) they glisten
3: in the sun.
0: (laughs) If
3: If you don't stick your foot out that window or that dough, so I can get this thing done, (laughs) girl. 15
0: (laughs) minutes, she
4: was not the one about these toes. (laughs) Uh
3: uh, oh, get your feet done. Go, Go out and get yourself a pedicure today, sometime this week. Get yourself a pedicure. Pamper yourself a little bit. It's necessary sometime. You need that. All you fellas that have never gotten a pedicure, <laughs> ooh, ooh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you?
5: Ooh. It's a lot of
3: men, Tommy. I know, man. I know. If you can kick a tree you. and chop it in hand, hey, man,
2: it's time for you to get down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you can what? open up a bag of potatoes with your foot.
4: <laughs> oh, with your feet. Oh.
2: <laughs> Cause that's a hard ass bag to open, I'm gonna tell you that
7: right now. <laughs> Wow Uh, All right, nephew, thank you I think we get it Uh, Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter subject
6: Married to a moocher (laughs) We'll get into that right after this You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
0: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone When you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night Yes, you heard that right You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
7: It is time now for the Strawberry Letter. And before we get to that, I want to let you guys know that candles, candles, candles are here. I'm talking about my love collection candles. They are out and available now at loveshirleystrawberry.com love shirley strawberry.com thanks to everyone who's um already gone and purchased your candles hope you love them as much as i do from my heart to yours love shirley strawberry.com nice all right. All right,
5: thank, you.
7: thank yeah. you guys yeah. all right, all right. It's time for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, uh, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The Strawberry Letter. Thank you nephew. Subject, Married to a Moocher. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 38-year-old married woman and my husband is 34. We've been married for four years and we're getting our first house built, so I've had to put my husband on a budget to make sure we can afford to furnish our new house. He is the one that is always shopping and buying gadgets for the house. We are sharing one credit card and I give him an allowance weekly at his request. His money is usually gone within two days because he's forgotten he's a baller on a budget and will splurge on a steak for lunch a couple of days a week. I blame it on his parents who still enable him and coddle him. He's definitely not a mama's boy, but his mama can't stand to hear him complain about money. They're retired and have plenty of money saved up, so they give it to him if he asks. It's got so bad that his mother called me and said she needs my help because her son said he's on a budget and can't afford to eat lunch during the week. I reminded her that her son is bougie and uh, can't eat leftovers for lunch so it's his fault if he can't afford his overpriced lunches. That's when she opened up about how much money they've given my husband in the past month. She called her own son a moocher and she blamed herself since she spoiled him all of his life. She said that I have a problem on my hands if he doesn't stop spending. She told me to check his closet because he's been buying new shirts and leaving out with his t-shirt on, then putting the new shirt on before he walks into his office. My mother-in-law wants me to talk to my husband and tell him to stop mooching off them. I think it's their job to finish raising their son. Uh, should I get into the middle of their problem? Uh, I'll agree with you. This is his parents' problem, but uh, this is also you and your husband's problem. This is a whole family issue right here. Your husband wants what he wants, and he doesn't care where he gets it. If he can't get it from you, if he spends all the money you give him, then he'll go to his mom, and she'll give it to him. So uh, he is a mama's boy in that sense. I think he's immature, uh, and I think his mom, you know, keeps giving his him money. Because she obviously can't say no to him, uh, even now that he's a grown man with a family of his own. She wants you to talk to him and and be the bad guy, so to speak. And, And that's the problem. But you all need to talk, all of you. Maybe when he sees that you guys are all in one accord about saving and sacrificing for the new house, he'll get it maybe not, but you got to do something. Uh, you got to put some sort of system in place where a certain amount of money goes into the house account. You know, try that. I think that's a good place to start. His parents have to be on board with this in order for this to work, though. Um, I, I do know it can be done because people do it every day. It's hard for him because he's never had to do anything like this before. He's been spoiled. His mom told you that and you probably knew it before you married him. And, and it's all part of growing up and being responsible he is a grown man but he his parents need to put a stop to him running to them every time he needs money if they want to give him money leave it for him in the will okay that's what I say from now on they're not teaching him anything if they keep spoiling him this way Steve
2: this letter is utterly ridiculous
7: and I'll tell you why
2: you're not married to a moocher that's not the problem I don't need. this is the wrong title for this letter. You're married to what's supposed to be a man who doesn't act like a man who hasn't grown up and who hasn't been required to grow up. That's not a moocher. That's something totally different we deal with here. This is really ridiculous. You're 38 and your husband is 34. You already was in trouble with him. Mm -hmm. Not only is he younger than you, but he act like it. That's scary. But he don't even act 34. See, if this letter was from a 16-year-old or 18-year-old or a 20-year-old, I could be a little bit more tolerant. This guy is 34 years old. So here's the deal. Uh, we've been married four years. We get in our first house. So I've had to put my husband on the budget. Okay, that's a little bit of a problem. To make sure we can afford to furnish our house. You couldn't just tell him that? He don't understand that? He is the one that's always shopping and buying gadgets for the house. We're sharing one credit card. I give him allowance weekly. That's another problem. That's what you do for teenagers. At his request, his money is usually gone within two days. Wow. Dude suck so that's wrong, because he's forgotten he's a baller on a budget. No, he's not a baller on a budget. He's not a baller. See, he's just on a budget. Because what you described to me next, it just threw me off. And he will splurge on a steak for lunch a couple days a week. I be damned. Two steaks throw your ass complete out of way. <laughs> Two damn pieces of meat. <laughs> You should Hold have got thought. the chicken
7: and your ass is odd and steak. <laughs> Hold that thought, Steve. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter, subject married to a moocher. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Finish up your response. The subject married to a moocher. You don't like that title.
2: I don't like the title because this is a 34-year-old dude that can't stay on budget and does a lot of other things, too. We haven't gotten into it, but here we go. Sheena had to put this dude on a budget because they're trying to buy a house and they want to be able to afford furnishings. He's the one that's always shopping, buying gadgets for the house. We share a credit card. I give him a weekly allowance. This is what you have to do for a 34-year-old. Like I said at the top of this letter, if this letter was about a 16-year-old, 18-year-old, a 20-year-old, I'd be a lot more tolerant. He's 34. He's 34. What are we talking about here? All right. And, uh, Because he's forgotten, and then the money is usually gone that she gives him in two days because he's forgotten he's a ball on the budget. No, he's just on a budget. He will splurge on a steak for lunch a couple days a week. So if you're in a restaurant and they got chicken, fish, and steak, and your decision to go with the steak twice throws your whole budget out of whack. He's not making smart decisions somewhere else. This guy is just not. But then you explain it in the letter. I blame it on his parents, who will enable him and coddle him. He's definitely not a mama's boy, but his mama can't stand to hear him complain about money. They've retired. They got plenty of money saved up, so they give it to him if he asks. It's gotten so bad that his mother called me and said she needs my help, Because her son says he's on the budget and can't afford to eat lunch during the week. So you go to your mama for that? Mm -hmm. And then you said he's not a mama's boy. Excuse me. Excuse me. What what do you think a mama's boy is? (laughs) You put him on the budget. He mad. He go to his mama her He on the budget. He can't even have lunch. And then she give him the money. That's a mama's boy. See, you're thinking of mama's boy if he got to be up under all the time. No, mama's boy if he's totally dependent on his mother instead of the other way around. When you grow up, you're supposed to take better care of your parents the older you get. They shouldn't still be taking care of you the older you get. That's a mama's boy. I reminded her that her son is bougie and can't eat leftovers for lunch, so it's his fault if he can't afford his overpriced lunches. That's when she opened up about how much money they given my husband in the past month. She called her own son a moocher, and she blamed herself since she spoiled him all his life. She said that I have a problem on my hands if he don't stop spitting. She told me to check his closet because he's been buying new shirts and leaving out with the T-shirt on, then putting the new shirt on before he walks into the office. I, I hear women say that all the time because when a man won't give him money, I see women, I very rarely see a man. matter of fact, I don't know any men that do that, which lets me know you have a boy. Because I don't know any men who do this. And you know why I don't know any men who do this? Because at this age, I don't hang out with nobody but men. You got a little boy on your hands. Grown-ass men that's taking care of families. We sacrificing so our families can have a life. Man, get out of here. What are y'all talking about? My mother-in-law wants me to talk to my husband and tell him to stop mooching off of them. I think it's their job to finish raising their son. Should I get into the middle of their problem? What do you mean the middle of their problem? This your problem. This your problem, and they problem? You ain't in the middle of their problem. You got your own problem. What what is the daddy doing? You said parents. Where where is his ass at? Or is he in the same position the boy in? Maybe the boy is emulating his father. That's why the Whoa. father ain't stepped in and said nothing. He got this, he got this behavior from somewhere. So the boy's mama been been babying the daddy too. Maybe the daddy's soft. I promise you, I couldn't go over Slick Harvey's house, ask for a damn thing. Yo, boy, boy, you coming over here to eat lunch. What, what, what? Ain't you working? Yeah, daddy. Well, where's your money? I spend it on two steaks. Well, you ain't going to be able to eat steak no more, is <laughs> I'm just telling you how smooth this conversation is going to go. Yeah. You're asking me to start making some sandwiches, taking to work. Right. You can't come over here, boy. boy. Boy, me and your mama retired. We ain't finna come over here. You What? This doesn't make any sense, what you're saying. He's 34. You and them enabled him. He acts like a child. You all treat him like a child. Now, let me ask you something. In this whole letter between you, the writer of the letter, your mama and the daddy, has anybody thought of mentioning manhood to him? But the only one can tell him how the men act is his father. And his father is silent because I think he's duplicating what his father did. But then you say they got a lot of money and they both retired. So somebody did something right in their family. Should I get in the middle of their situation? Girl, you in the middle of your own mess. Look, look what his mama told you. She said you got a problem on your hands if he don't stop spending. i leave right. his ass. That's what i do. <laughs>
7: All right, Steve. Shocker. Oh, we did. did, (laughs) News flash.
2: News flash. Steve Harvey promotes a divorce. Why not?
7: (laughs) Hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM to comment on today's Strawberry Letter. You can also check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right,
0: Junior, it is time for you and Sports Talk. What you got? All right, Shirley, thank you very much. Okay, man, uh, Nick Saban, let's just go and get this out here. Ooh, Ooh snitches get stitches. <laughs> he Ooh, never he heard talk, none he of, of that. He talking about
3: my yard.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, tree Man, so Nick Saban had the number two recruiting class. Texas a had the number one recruiting class. Congratulations, Tommy. And thank Nick you. Saban said that a bought all their players <laughs> for name, image, and likeness. And Jimbo said, no, we didn't. But, hey, Nick, you might want to stop talking because you know you've been buying players illegally. That's the accusation. <laughs> now, also, he threw prime in there, man. He threw Coach Prime in He said, Deon Sanders got a player he paid a million dollars to. <laughs> and named what? Travis Hunter. Yeah, at Jackson State. Man, let me tell you something. Prime said, said, can't nobody play for me making more money than me. Oh, come on, That part. <laughs> no. And, I, you know, I, I'm not saying, like, these kids now have a right to sell their name into likeness and go play for a school. Well, how would you act up if they gave you time, if they gave you a million dollars to play ball? What's going to happen? How I'm you gonna playing ball. gonna go so right. wrong? I don't do nothing. I'm not I ain't only play playing
2: it. ball. When I was that age, 17, 18, yeah. eighteen, I'm not only playing ball for a million dollars. I'm not gonna miss. <laughs> 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 I
5: swear yeah, to impressive. God, I'm
0: not gonna miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But I don't, I don't understand why Nick Saban is upset because, hey, man, you ain't got the number one. He don't get his way. And it's kind of like he's saying that HBCU shouldn't be getting these players. Every Dog, year? them
2: boosters been running this game forever. That's why they went on decide to pay these kids, cause they paying them anyway. Right. right. y'all need to stop. The lid is off the mayonnaise job. The dude Jimbo, <laughs> he they paid some people. Texas got money. Y'all yeah. paid some people, Tommy. Yes, you did. <laughs> Just don't okay. say it. Nick Saban <laughs> paid some people. Yes, he I did. I ain't do it. Now Mississippi, Jackson State, we ain't got money for water down there half the damn (laughs) time. We trying to get these kids drinking water, get good dorms down there. If the boy wanna go play for prime time so he can be around one of the premier coaches in the world today who's been an NFL player, can understand all the struggles he's going through, why Mm -hmm. can't he go play for prime? Come on, that's right. That's right. Why not? As soon Mm -hmm. as these black kids start playing for black players at black schools, now here come, oh, they paid a million dollars. You have no idea how much Crimson Tide them paid.
7: Over these years, all them damn players, man, miss me. All right, Junior, thank you. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, Cardi B talks about how she uses her platform as an influencer. We'll get into that right after this. You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. Visit redcrossblood.org slash blood to make an appointment now.
7: In a preview for David Letterman's Netflix series called "My Guest ne- My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, Cardi B sat down with Letterman and admitted that she doesn't discuss politics in her rap lyrics, but she does use her platform to express her views on political issues. Cardi B has always been open to engage with politicians. She sat down for interviews with both Senator Bernie Sanders and President Joe Biden. Cardi stated that she feels like she has a responsibility to speak out. Take a listen.
3: I think people in your position have a strength in terms of political activism and and, and changing the world and changing the way people Uh, feel and think not only about themselves, but the problems of the world uh, at large is wonderful.
5: I don't really put
9: a lot of political things in my music, but I use the out of my platform. And I have used my platform even when I was a dancer. Because you might think that people are not looking,
5: but they are.
3: Yeah, people may not understand, people may be ignorant, and so somebody that they admire, somebody that they respect, expresses a viewpoint on something current and controversial. That's great. Yes. That's that's like being in
7: class. That's direction. Okay, Cardi. Hmm. All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Steve, you use your platform to um, speak out when you need I mean, to. Of
2: course. I mean, you know, you you. you I mean, what's it for? Yeah. If, if you have to do something of meaning with your life, mm-hmm. everything can't be ha-ha-hee-hee. Right. Because people want people want to be inspired. people want to be given hope. People want direction. people want information. Everybody needs that. You know when you ain't laughing, you know you got to be doing something
7: mm-hmm. you know trying to make a better life. So for we yourself. just always
2: have taken a point on this radio show to be a part of that to do the things as necessary to help educate, to help motivate, mm-hmm. to help uh, you know inform our listeners. Yeah. it's our yeah. platform you know we yeah. stand up and we stand up for justice injustice yeah. Yeah. you know we yeah. call yeah. out Voting people right. who need calling out man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, what a, what about I, I think we talked about this last week did we athletes and actors uh, who use their platform to speak out I think specifically LeBron's name was used because he's starting to do that more and more
2: I mean I think he's done a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not his obligation, yeah. but for Come. them to take it on like a Cardi B or a LeBron or Steph and Patrick Beverly and, and Carmelo Colin Ka- and Colin Kaepernick and all these guys to bring awareness, all of the football mm-hmm. players and stuff that knelt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though it gathered uh, the wrong attention, and even though they flipped the narrative, sure damn President Trump, cause he was trying to, you know, uh, did, I've, man, yeah, I think I, th- I think it's great when young people take that platform and do something with it. And as far as uh, shut up and dribble. Uh, yep. you shut up and just do the damn news.
7: Right. Right. <laughs> and and the let them speak their minds and the use their facts. platform. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. See, that's what you do. But mm-hmm. see, I, and then I want to say something else too. As black people, we can't afford to just be who we are. You better talk. We have an obligation to guide, uplift, motivate, to become role models. Mm-hmm. Now, it's hard making a person a role model you know, nobody wants that put on them.
7: Well, you're going to fall short at something. But it comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. You're thrust into the, into that position whether you want to be or not. It you comes are. with the package, yeah, man. That's and, right. It and people going to
2: have some yeah. expectations of you, and, and some of those expectations are unrealistic. Right. Because if a person is famous or rich or, or athlete or something like that, hell, they just, you know. Mohammed Ali did it. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali did right, it. Mm-hmm. but but Mohammed Ali had a lot of flaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Martin Luther King did it with flaws.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Only perfect. person did it right with no flaws was
5: Christ.
7: Christ. Jesus, come on, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Amen. <laughs>
4: Amen.
7: <laughs> the rest of us. All right, <laughs> coming up in twenty minutes, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
6: A New York surgeon has a wait list for
7: luxurious Birkin body procedure. Uh, That is the new cosmetic surgery that gives patients what's known as the Birkin body uh, because it costs a fortune and you still need to know the right people if you want to get one. For $75,000, $75,000 now, Dr. Ryan Neinstein uh, has patients picked up from the airport and whisked to his clinic at Bergdorf Goodman where they're expertly tweaked and tucked. They're then taken to legendary hotel the Pierre two blocks away where they recover with a 24-hour nurse and daily visits from the good doctor. Apparently, the procedure is aimed mainly at moms and focuses on postpartum issues like loose skin, muscle damage, Hard to lose fat and sagging boobs. So there you go, a makeover for 75 mm. bucks if you All know right, the right here's people. Here's the question. Each mm-hmm.
2: person on the show, mm-hmm. you have to have plastic surgery. You okay. have to have plastic surgery. What's the one place you're going to get done? We will have that as soon as we come back. Come back and listen to what the Steve Harvey Morning Show thinks of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's time spent listening.
5: <laughs> Tom, Tom yes I know you got baby. to
2: think of something because you're perfect. So yeah. you take your time. You'll go last. Yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> with the morning show with the crew at 33 after, right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. So the question on the table
7: is, what would you have if you had to have plastic surgery what would
2: you do we're gonna start with you first
0: okay well what i have to have i'm telling you right now i'm going to get this hairline back i'm going to get it Mm. i'm going i got to get that
5: Mm -hmm. Uh i'm tired
0: of everybody thinking i'm always surprised i'm not i'm just looking at it (laughs)
2: Well, I'm problem. looking at you on the Zoom, problem. Junior, and yeah. I do like to say that your hairline and your headsets line up perfectly. <laughs> you stop saying
5: stop that. Saying that. You say it, that every day. it
2: do, man. It's just amazing. I love that about you, dog. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you ball.
5: He's According there, to this Zoom, yeah. Yet.
2: Okay, Carla. Yeah. You gotta get one Plastic surgery done. What is it?
4: Let me tell you something. Tummy tuck. Y'all ain't gonna be able to talk to me? I'm oh, they're talking on, to you. I'm gonna have on so many crop tops <laughs> walking
7: around.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna be like, <laughs> put some clothes on. Never. <laughs> Why is
7: Paul wearing halters to church? i would probably get my thighs done. My thighs. I'm a little tired what of them rubbing together, making noise. Get them, get them t- tightened little tight. Uh-huh. Little, yeah, I'll get my thighs done. That's you what know, I they want. got it. Mm-mm. What? Tell me cuz I want it. I'm do yeah. I want yeah. that. Tell
4: for
3: how you do it now. Tell.
4: And do they have it for tummies? Mm. <laughs> Whatever you about to say. <laughs> the, Tommy my,
7: my real answer. You can skip it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't, I, what I got ready to say was so I Could <laughs> <laughs> have
7: been off I the just
2: air. myself in. <laughs> cuz I
7: said my thighs. <laughs> yeah,
2: I can't say nothing. Tommy. We're off the air. Big dog, I ain't going
3: to lie to you. Plastic surgery for the nephew. What? Yeah. I'm finna be six foot six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm telling you right now, I'm finna be six <laughs> foot yeah, six. tell I you have the two. only way they're
2: gonna be able to do that, they're gonna <laughs> have to glue your ass to them stilts. <laughs> yeah, you
3: can't get that. I'm telling you, I'm 32 waist, 38 length, boy.
7: So you get your stomach done.
3: No, I'm already 32. No. I'm getting oh, I'm getting okay. I'm getting more legs, Shirley. I I'm, oh, I'm gonna man. be six they foot six.
7: They
2: don't yeah do they that. do. They get in Thailand, they can they can give you two inches.
4: Peter okay. Shirley,
2: you don't know. They call he says, lengthening
4: surgery. Yeah, yeah. Limb he limb says six six, Steve.
2: No, nah, <laughs> hell no, nah. you'd have to be No, you had From to walk around in a chair. You are supposed to be six six, you had to walk around in the chair. <laughs> what about you I'm getting a six pack
7: (laughs) six pack shack open coming up is the last break of the day for the new naked Steve Harvey Morning show
6: (laughs)
0: You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1 800 Discover to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card.
7: Here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday. This is the beginning of Memorial <laughs> Week, right? Memorial, Memorial, week, uh, week, uh, Memorial huh? Day is well, this weekend. Well, week, next yeah. Monday is Memorial Day. Well,
2: next Monday, Monday, yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
7: year's going mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm.
3: It well, when, really he when, he's, when he hear about a holiday, he perk up, don't
2: he? You see? Yeah. It? I gotta make really? sure I'm off.
5: Seven no, more months till Christmas.
2: Family feud. They don't know nothing about no damn holiday. I worked one Easter one time. That will never happened. <laughs> <me. laughs>
5: Happy Resurrection Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: man. I be going. Man, y'all got no damn respect. Uh huh. See that? See that? It ain't even off.
4: Oh, oh wow. wow.
2: Oh whoa, whoa. well, we'll yes, be yes, off is. Memorial yes,
4: Day. Yeah, yes, we, we will. Barbecue.
2: The Barbecue 28, 29, 30 I worked on my whole birthday for I'm birthday going somewhere on Nah, that'd be nice I ain't going nowhere I don't <laughs> that know was why quick. I lied. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going somewhere No good in here, Will, you ain't going no damn where
7: Just get some rest mm-hmm. All I'm
2: right. going go fishing
7: Oh, that's nice
3: Let's go I'm fishing Let's go fishing
4: what, like what, where you go in your backyard? I mean, you...
3: yeah, he, in the he, lake, he, he can. I mean, yeah, he can. he's got a lake back there. He got a river. That ain't no a lake. R- That's a oh, river. Okay. River, oh, boy, lake, a body fun, of water. That.
2: You ain't got to do that no more. Got a new spot, doggy. Come to Atlanta, we go. Mm. Okay. Got a new okay. spot.
7: You you didn't tell us about the new spot. Mm hmm. So it didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, a press release came out, so it ain't no secret.
5: Oh yeah, a
7: press release. Yeah, a
2: press release yeah, came Google. out.
7: Google. Well, usually you tell us first before the release comes out. So well, we, you we know, Monica, you know, yeah. you know,
2: you know, you know, mouth of the South usually let it all out for anything <laughs> happens. So I really, I really don't be telling y'all nothing. I just be agreeing with it. <laughs> so I'll let the mouth of the South explain it. Let's let's do some questions on the way out. Anything you've ever wanted to ask? Motivational, career, money. Uh, relationships, anything, Junior, yeah. Mississippi, Monica, any questions? Might as well include you. You know, <laughs> Shirley, Carla, Tommy, anybody. Oh, I got a question.
4: All right. What's on yes. the menu for Memorial Day? What you going to do? You gonna uh, I just found
2: out it was next week, so I hadn't really <laughs> planned anything. I'm going to take three complete days off, though. I know that. Because mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Family Feud has really gotten more difficult for me. Really, it's just well, gotten more difficult for me. Yeah, it's a great show. You know, show. I think what, what I happened? think the standing and the walking. I've gotten older. I'm in shape, but I just it's, it's a beating, physical. Man. It's a physical. It's physical. it's it's yeah. a beating. Oh, uh-huh. okay. it's a beating, man. So mm. more
7: comfortable I'm gonna just shoes? probably, yeah.
2: It's not the shoes that ain't it. Well, I did wear one. Shoot these old alligator boots. I had who mm-hmm. they was too tight.
5: Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, they was too tight. They was too tight. <laughs> dog, I didn't want to interview none of them damn families. Yeah, how y'all doing? Whatever. Yes, Steve. I want to tell you a little bit about myself. Yeah, well, we went to a commercial break. Uh, anyway, <laughs> any other hey, questions? Dog, Anybody else tell, tell them.
3: Tell them the story about the, the, the limo driver that couldn't get his shoe off.
2: Oh, man. This, this was Big Larry, the limo driver. We were in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And uh, Boomerang has this thing that he traveled with that's made out of wood that helps you take off cowboy boots. You you put your heel into it and stand on the back of it, and then you lift your foot right out the boot. Mm-hmm. So Boom liked this guy. Big Larry weighed about 370 pounds, but he was about 5'10". He yep. was big guy, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boom gave him a pair of cowboy boots one time. Okay. And uh, we were downstairs waiting on the limo. He was our limo driver, and he always on time. And we had been downstairs in front of the hotel about 10 minutes. And we came upstairs, because we was looking for him. We thought something was wrong. So I had to go back upstairs to get something. So Boomerang Juan came with me. Boy, we passed by Larry's door and it was cracked. Mm -hmm. And Larry was trying to get the cowboy boot on or off.
7: (laughs) (laughs) You're not quite sure. But
2: he lost, as we was passing by his door, the door was wide open. He lost his balance Mm -hmm. (laughs) with that boot in one hand. And his big ass started to fall, and he didn't want to go down. (laughs) Let me tell you what he did. You know how the TV be on that little turntable on your dresser, you know, where you can swivel it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He grabbed the TV to keep from going down, Mm -hmm. towed the TV off the swivel, (laughs) headed towards the drapes, You know how they had an air conditioner right up under the drape? Uh Uh (laughs) He grabbed the drape to stay up, tore all the damn drapes down. Then he fell back on the corner of the mattress, but the mattress was on a box. So when he fell on the corner of the mattress, it flipped the whole damn mattress over on top of his ass. He tore his hotel room up in about 12 seconds. We in the doorway. I can't breathe. You didn't try to help him? Oh hell no. Hell no, I was hollering. I watched his fat ass tear TV off a turnstile, take all the drapes down at the room, fell on the corner of the bed and flipped the whole damn mattress over. Oh, it was God. funny till I got the hotel bill. I owed the hotel $1,500. <laughs> 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 On an $80 oh, room. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. That. Thank you, man. Paul Larry limo
6: drive. that is so funny
3: to me, man. That's funny. I never
0: heard that story
3: before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: funny.
2: Well, hey, listen, y'all talk to God. he loved love to hear from you. Y'all be good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW avoid or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
9: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
9: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit,